Hello, Dr. Dyke Drummond here at the home of TheHappyMD.com in beautiful Seattle, Washington. Welcome to the latest episode of the Physicians on Purpose podcast. Tools so you can recognize and prevent your own burnout. Stories of burnout put to its highest and best use and wellness leadership strategies. Everything you need to be a physician on purpose. Hello, Dr. Dyke Drummond here again with the latest edition of the Physicians on Purpose podcast coming at you from beautiful Seattle, Washington, home of thehappymd.com. This is the third of our three-part series, Brief Trainings on How Energy Works Inside a Physician. It's clearly not about batteries, and burnout has nothing to do with batteries being run down. In the first training, I showed you the energetic bank account, not a battery, an energetic bank account where there is a big area below zero. And one of the things we get taught in our education is how to keep showing up and keep doing the work when our energy is below zero in a place where the Energizer Bunny would have stopped a long time ago. The challenge is when your energy is below zero, your work doesn't cut the mustard. It's not of the same quality as if your energy is actually above zero. In the second video, we talked about the three energetic bank accounts. One holds physical energy, one holds emotional energy, and the third holds spiritual energy. And I told you I was going to come back and tell you how to fill that spiritual energy account. Let me tell you a story about how we came up with this. And I want to encourage you as I teach you this technique, I dare you to not believe a word I say. Instead, try this for yourself and just watch what happens because I've never had anybody go out and try it and not have an amazing experience. When I was first coaching burned out doctors, way back in 2010, when I started this work, one of the ways I helped doctors focus on their ideal practice was I had them tell me a story about an ideal patient encounter. You know the one where you, in the middle of an otherwise stressful and ordinary day, you have an interaction with a patient or with their family where afterwards you're just going, oh my gosh, that's why I became a doctor in the first place. Another marker of this is when you go back to your partner, you say, honey, 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 sit down. I got to tell you what happened. It worked to me today. And you're thrilled to tell the story. That's an ideal patient encounter. And what I ask the doctor to do, we go really slow. And I say, imagine that I'm filming you with one of those Super Bowl sports television cameras where it's got super slow-mo capacity. We can slow everything way down. And I asked them to tell me the story about when the patient said thank you. Start about 30 seconds before the thank you hit and then take me through what happened for the rest of the visit. And here's what usually happens. They tell me about a patient who is in need. They made a big difference in their life. The patient or the family member was there in the follow-up visit after things had gotten better. And they're a little bit surprised by the thank you because it sort of comes out of the blue. And like most doctors on most days, you're probably behind schedule. You probably got charts that you haven't done yet. And so what most people tell me is they're carrying their tablet under their arm or they're pushing their workstation on wheels out the door. They're reaching for the doorknob. Their hands are full. And the patient behind them because you're usually not facing them when this happens, says thank you. And what happens is the doctor misses this opportunity for this spiritual energy infusion. Why do I say spiritual, by the way? It's the connection with purpose. It's 
the thank you that makes it feel like you made the difference that you set out to make when you first chose to be a doctor back at the lightworkers fork in the road. So what they tell me, I say, what happened next? And what typically happens is they look over their shoulder, they got their hand on the doorknob, they're 20 minutes behind, and they say, oh yeah, no problem, it was great, that was great. And they basically miss the moment. You've made a big difference in this patient's life or this family member's life. They want to thank you. And what's interesting is, not only does the doctor miss the opportunity to receive a thank you, but the patient or the family member may miss an opportunity to give thanks and to have that thanks received completely. It's frustrating for everyone. So let me teach you what to do when a patient says thank you. Here's what I'm going to recommend. Even if you're surprised by the thank you, maybe you've got your hand on the doorknob, maybe your back's turned, maybe you are 20 minutes behind. When you hear the thank you, stop. So step one, stop. Hear it? Stop. Empty your hands. Take everything in your hands. It doesn't matter how many papers or tablet computers or whatever is in your hand. Empty your hands. Turn and face the patient or the family member. Face them square on. If you're sitting down, stand up. Put your feet shoulder width apart. Drop your hands down by your side with your palms forward. Take a breath and ask them, can you say that again? Now, you may be chuckling right now as you hear me say this. But remember, this person, patient or family member, wanted to thank you. You made a significant difference in your life. And we're not talking about good customer service here. You're a doctor. You may have saved somebody's life or changed their life forever. This is deep stuff, meaningful stuff. They want to see it land. Never yet had a person tell me a patient or family member did not appear happy to say thank you again. So empty your hands, turn and face them, feet shoulder width apart, hands by your sides with your palms forward, chin up, shoulders back. Can you say that again? And then as they say thank you, take a huge breath in and soak it all up. Soak up all that good energy in all the right places like a big love sponge. I know that sounds a little strange, but just do it. Turn, face them, and imagine you're a huge love sponge. Big breath. Soak it all up. And then take another breath. And what you're going to do is say whatever appears to be appropriate to you in the moment, but don't think about it. Come from your heart. So I might say something like, well, Mavis, you are so welcome because taking care of you reminds me of why I became a doctor in the first place. Now, get out of my office and I don't want to see you until your next regularly scheduled follow-up appointment. Then everybody take a big, deep breath. If you take a breath, they'll do it with you. Big, deep breath. One last one. Soak up whatever remaining good juju is in the room. And now, now you can pick up your stuff and go on about your work. And then I've asked hundreds of doctors, when you had that ideal patient encounter, this is even without the deep breath love sponge technique. But when you've had that ideal patient encounter, what is your energy like for the rest of the day? Is it higher or lower? Answer is always right. How about your physical energy? Is that higher? Yes. Emotional energy, is that higher? Yes. 
spiritual energies higher. This is a triple whammy. All three energy accounts are filled with a really good ideal patient encounter and a thank you. So I encourage you to try this the next time anybody says thank you to you in your practice. And then there's two more points that's important. Teach this to your team members because you're not the only one getting thank yous and they need to slow down and take it too. If they're going to feel the return on this investment of being a healthcare worker. And last but not least is to understand that you have the power to give everybody on your team this spiritual energy infusion through you thanking them. So thank your people early and often, make them stop and breathe it in. And as a leader, you can exert a very powerful positive influence on your team just with the words thank you and teaching them how to receive it. So there you go. What to do when a patient says thank you. Quick run through. Recognize the thank you when you hear it. Sometimes it'll catch you by surprise and stop. Empty your hands. Turn and face them. Feet shoulder width apart, hands by your sides, palms forwards. Ask them, can you say that again? And when they do, take a big breath in and soak it up in all the right places in just the right amounts. Then take another breath, come from your heart and say whatever seems appropriate in that moment. This is going to be a thank you that lands on both sides to everyone's benefit. And remember, earlier I said, don't believe a word I say. Honestly, don't believe a word I say. Practice this and try it out the next time you hear a patient say thank you. Teach your team members this technique. And when you say thank you, a thank you that comes from your heart for their help and their support in your practice, have them stand there and take a breath and soak it in and see what a difference it makes when thank you is used as a spiritual energy infusion to fill all three tanks. And I got another little tip for you too. If I say, remember your last ideal patient encounter, and you've got to think back a long time, like, oh yeah, it was two years ago. <laughs> you've got a mismatch between your practice, this practice, and your ideal practice that could use some adjustment. Hopefully you get a couple really good ideal patient encounters and thank yous a week at a minimum. And if that's not the case, we can certainly tune that up. So there you go. What to do when the patient says thank you. Secret to spiritual energy infusion in your practice. This has been Dyke Drummond, the latest edition of the Physicians on Purpose podcast, coming at you from Seattle, Washington, at the home of thehappymd.com. Until I see you on the next podcast, keep breathing and have a great rest of your day.